praise him is the great and the mighty God. Give him praise, give him worship from the depth of I want you to open your mouth and praise him. I want you to open your mouth and thank him. I want you to open your mouth because he's the great God, the almighty father. Begin to give him praise this morning. Begin to give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise from the depth of your heart. Give him praise. Oh, Mali Boshendeke, the Boshendede. Oh, Libasanda, the Akari Boshendede. Manzunteke, Ribaba, Halima, Halama. Eriboshendede. Mali Bosheteke, Ribasanda. Malatoto, Keribasunde. Malikeke, Liboshendede. Oh, praise him, praise him. Oh, Moses asked him. Moses said, if they ask me what is the name of the God that sent me, God paused and God said, If I say I am the Jehovah El Shaddai, I am more than that. If I say I am Jehovah Jarrah, I am more than that. If I say I am Jehovah Elohim, I am more than that. If I say I am Jehovah Rapha, the God that healed you, he said, I am more than that. He said, Moses, tell them. That I am, that I am, has sent you. That means that God, whatever you want him to be, that is what it will be. He can be your double-breasted father. He can be your health shadow. He can be your provider. He can be your lifter. He can be your refuge. He can be your God that he lets you. He is, I am, whatsoever you want me to be. Whatever you need him to be, God will be it for you. Meleko to sandala, melika lekuda bahia, mendere keriba, masanda keriba shoya, mekekuya leko kokeya, maliba papa pasondere, mekeke keriba, meli mekia, maku kaliba sandala, mekekuya lazunda, mantunta saliha. God is more than enough. God is more than enough. No matter what you are facing, God is more than it. God can do exceedingly, abundantly, above whatever you can ask, whatever you can imagine. God can exceed your expectation. And God will exceed your expectation. Begin to give him praise this morning. Hallelujah. Begin to praise him. Father, we thank you. We give you glory. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Can we jam our hands together for Jesus? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's be seated in God's presence. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Are we excited to be in church this morning? Can we give Jesus a big round of applause? Can we appreciate him one more time? Let us appreciate God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So we'll be continuing the series, No Dry Season. Praise the Lord. How many of you are already enjoying abundant harvest? Abundant showers of blessing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, the first session of it was, we talk about the kind of seeds that you need to plant. You know, you need to plant the seed of God's word. That's the first one, the most important. Praise the Lord. 
then we now move to the seed of value. You need to show value. You need to be able to give value to people. Praise the Lord. The world does not respond to how valuable you are. They respond to the kind of value that you express. We know that you are valuable. You know, we know you are wonderfully and powerfully made. You know, you are a unique being. There is nobody like you in all the universe. Nobody has ever been like you. Nobody is like you. And nobody will ever be like you. So you are a valuable person. But unfortunately, life does not respond to how valuable you are. Life responds to the kind of value that you bring to the table. Praise the Lord. So it's one thing to be valuable. It's another thing to be able to, uh, to express the value, which is your responsibility. Praise the Lord. Now, today we'll be talking about something that is very important. Praise the Lord. It is very, very important. You know, a wise man says that um, every outstanding result has its roots in deep what? Deep understanding. Praise the Lord. That means if you see any outstanding result happening, it's directly related to what? To a deep understanding. Praise the Lord. I need to catch my breath. Praise God. <sighs> Praise the Lord. Praise God. So, um, every deep understanding, when you have deep understanding of every situation, what do you get? You get outstanding results. So, when you see anybody displaying an outstanding result, it's because they have what? They have a deep understanding. So, very simple. <laughs> I remember when I was in school. Um, okay, I remember when I was in school. <laughs> you know, I did chemical engineering in school, so... At the beginning of the semester, what we'll do is uh, we, we list all the courses that we'll be doing. So we'll paste them close to your locker, you know, and you, you, now, you now determine that this is what are the things you want in all the courses. And most times at the beginning of the, the semester, what do you put? You put a, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> you put that this semester, ah, I'm going to show them, hey, hey. <laughs> so as the semester is progressing, you'll go. He said, this one, <laughs> if they can, can get D, just let my people go, I'll, I'll be happy. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> so there was this particular course that, uh, they call it instrumentation. You know, so they, what I put at the beginning of the semester was what? I put, hey, <laughs> then we did a CA, continuous assessment. And unfortunately, the, the lecturer gave me seven over 70. <laughs> I want you to listen to what I said. The lecturer gave me what? I did not score 7 over 7. But it was the lecturer that gave me. <laughs> and, you see, and that's one of the major challenges that we have. So I had to go and go to my locker again and said, this one, oh, if God can give me D, I'll give a testimony. You know. But my result is directly proportional to my understanding. So what my result was just telling me was telling me that I have 7% understanding of that word, of that course. So, you see, your failure only becomes final when you are looking for who to do what, who to blame for that failure. 
Failure is never final. But it only becomes final until you look for who to blame. So if you are blaming Buhari for your financial problem, then your failure has become what? Final. If you blame dollar exchange for your failure, then the failure has become what? Has become final. Praise the Lord. So I was blaming the lecturer for giving me what? For that, that 7 over 70. But actually, it was my level of understanding that produced that kind of result that I have. So it's not a bad thing when you're having bad results, really. It's just for you to know where the problem is coming from and to start to make amends on how to do what, on how to get out of it. So like this morning, we'll be talking about financial seed. Now, you see, you might be having financial challenges. You might be having financial problems. We've been there. So you cannot terrorize us with your what? With your level of poverty. You cannot come and chance us and tell us that if you know what you are passing through, what are you passing through? What are you passing through that we have not passed through? What are you going through that we too we have not experienced? He said, I travel from Maltu to uh, CMS because I don't have uh, TFA. We have experienced it too. Praise the Lord. I've been in this ministry for more than 20 years. And you see, I can also tell the story of our man of God, our Papa in the Lord. I can tell the story. I know where he started from. I know how much God has helped him up to this point. Everything you see now, you see now, is not what? It's not magic. It is not what? It's not magic. It's things that he has been prophesying and he has been declaring. And by observation, there are clear signs and clear laws that he follows that got him to this point. Praise the Lord. And we too, we are testament of the word, of his testimonies and of his laws. We are still work in progress, but we're not where we used to be. We have moved and we'll keep moving. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, don't make your own problem to look as if uh, nobody has experienced it, that you don't know what is going on. What is it that is going on? We understand it. We have seen it. Praise the Lord. And God has helped us towards to overcome it. Praise the Lord. Your failure will not be final in the name of Jesus. At the end of this service, you will recognize tangible steps you are supposed to take. Tangible steps you are supposed to take to move from a place of dryness to a place of what? Abundance. Because I tell you, it is possible. The Bible says it is God that lifted the beggar from the dungeon. And he lifted the poor man from the dust. And he did what? He did not just lift them. He set them among the princes. So there is a kingdom that is set out for you. And God is bringing you into that kingdom in the name of Jesus. He said, don't be proud. If you are poor, let's, don't try to deceive us that you are not. You see, your results is, is speaking. Beyond anything you are trying to, any uh, bold face, anything you are trying to do, the results are clear. Praise the Lord. We can see from the results. From your results, you will know. Are you getting 20 over 100? Are you getting 10% in your financial life? Are you getting 40% in your financial life? Are you, are you struggling to pay bills from one month? before? If you collect salary 23rd, before 29th, the salary is over. You are not even sure of how you will enter, how you get to what? How you get to the next month's salary. 
You keep struggling to pay bills. You keep struggling to pay bills. To pay house rent is a problem. Kids are going to resume in September. You're already afraid. That what are you going to do? How are you going to sort it out? Your house rent is going to is, it will be due. It's not as if you don't know that it will be due. You know. But really, you, you don't know what to do. Praise the Lord. At the end of this service, you will know what to do. At the end of this service, you know how to move from a place of poverty to a place of abundance in the mighty name of Jesus. Our test scripture is Genesis 8.22. This is a fundamental principle. I need you to open up your heart. You understand? Open up your heart. Don't think you have had it. The only way you, the only way you, you will know that you know it is by your results. Praise the Lord. It's not because you have had it so many times. It is by the result that you are having. Your result speaks. Your result cannot lie. Praise the Lord. So please, let us just pay attention and get it so that we can move from a place of dryness to a place of abundance. And that will be your testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. There are laws, laws that cannot be broken. The Bible says that God is not a man and he will not change. As he said it, and will he not do it? God doesn't change. When God makes a law, he keeps to that law. So there are universal principles that you need to abide with. And I'll be sharing one of them with you this morning. Praise the Lord. Uh, Genesis 8.22. He said, while the heart remained, do we still have the heart here? Is the heart still remains? Is it still here? Or are we in heaven? Where are we now? I will say, seed time and what? And harvest. Cold and heat. Do we still have cold and heat? Do we have summer and winter? Do we still have day and night? Or is just night all through? We still have day and night. He said, and day and night shall not what? Shall not cease. Now what we'll be talking about is the word, the seed time and the harvest. Praise the Lord. Seed time and harvest. This is a spiritual principle. It cannot be It's a covenant. Nothing can change it. Not, no matter the amount of prayers you do, it can't change it. There must be a seed time for you to get a harvest. There must be a seed time for you to get it. If you are not satisfied with your harvest, go and look at your word, at your seed. If your harvest is not bountiful enough, then don't blame anybody. Look at the kind of seed that you have dropped on the ground. Praise the Lord. It is very simple, but yet powerful principle. Praise the Lord. Now, we'll also go to 2 Corinthians 9, 6 to 9. 2 Corinthians 9, 6 to 9. 2 Corinthians 6 to 9. He said, uh, okay, but this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall what? Shall reap also sparingly. He's talking about sowing now. So I want to relate it to Genesis 8, 22. He's talking about sowing. If you sow sparingly, you will reap what? Also sparingly. And if you sow bountifully, what will happen? You will reap also bountifully. Verse 7. He said, every man, according as he has proposed in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly of necessity. For God love is cheerful. So what kind of sowing is, is Paul talking about? If you link the first uh, verse, verse 6 and verse 7, what kind of sowing is he talking about? What kind of what so what sowing? What for base seven? Seven says every man according as proposed in his heart. So let him what? Let him give. So the sowing 
that we are talking about and the sowing we are relating with Genesis 22 is what? Is giving. So anytime I talk about sowing, I'm talking about giving. Because some people might still not get it. They might think sowing means I'm talking about planting maize and a grain of wheat. So the sowing I'm talking about is Okay, they've warned me that anytime I'm talking about money, that some people will praise the Lord. <laughs> okay, I'm just <laughs> praise the Lord. Okay, so um, so sowing is what is giving. Praise the Lord. Now, so um, I have a kind of practical experience, you know, with dry season in my life, and um, it happened many many years ago. I think almost 10, 12 years now. It happened. I was in the bank, and I wanted to leave the bank. You know, I was convinced. I was persuaded. I go for about praise the Lord. Okay, I've worked in the bank for about nine, ten years. So I was supposed to leave. I wanted to leave. Not that I was supposed to leave, but I just felt I should leave. I've prayed. I've fasted, and I felt God is leading me to leave. So you know, I've done business plans for the business I want to go into. I've done so many things, and I left. You know, it was just that. Unfortunately, I did not did my calculations well. Or maybe there was a change in, print, in policy that I didn't know. So my gratuity was supposed to be in the millions then. So <laughs> it was supposed to be in the millions. So I was like even part of my planning, my gratuity was involved in that part of my planning. You know? But when I was leaving and they gave me my letter that, ah, thank you for all the years, yo, I saw that my whole emolument and gratuity was just a bit above 50,000 naira. Praise God. And I've dropped my resignation letter. I wanted to go back to HR and tell them that, look, it was the devil that pushed me. I didn't tell you. You know, but, you know, so I still felt convinced that God wanted me to what? To leave. So I left and I went into the business world with prayer and fasting and, you know. But the business world is not a kind world. It was it's a terrible It wasn't kind to me. With all my anointing, they didn't respect my anointing. <laughs> started the business, but the business didn't work the way I planned. So I went into a dry season. It was a terrible dry season. I had to withdraw my kids from school. I had to cut a lot of things. One of my hands was even telling me that ah, I should move to Iyanopaja, Abeson, one village, so that I can afford the house rent, you know, that I can't stay in. Why I'm proud with all this you're suffering, you are staying in the city. Go into a village so that you can, you know, so, so many things was happening. <laughs> yeah, you go into the village. I withdraw my kids from school. So it was a dry season. I couldn't pay bills, you know. And I wanted the business to sustain. So I, I was borrowing to pay bills. I would borrow money here to pay another person's debt. So at the end of the day, I developed a pyramid scheme, you know. Collect money here. Use it to settle this one. And this one too is due. Collect another money. You understand? And I kept praying about it. I would pray, I would tell God many things, that God, why are you allowing me to go through all this? You understand? And I was introducing myself to God. I would tell God that my name is Olashipo Olumi Uarubi that day. That God, I'm your son. You can't allow me. You know, I was bringing my, my just reasons to God and introducing myself to him. You understand? But it got to a point that God needed to speak to, to me. And one of the things I had clearly was concerning my words, concerning my giving. Now, God gave me two instructions. He said, stop collecting money to pay other people. Stop it. So I stopped that one. But you see, because God told me to stop it, did not now stop the challenges I had. It multiplied 
the challenges because the people that I'm supposed to pay them, what happened? They were coming in. So, in fact, if I had a knock on my door, I mean, I was expecting somebody with police to come. It was as bad as that. So it wasn't a dry season. It was what? There's, if anything is more than a dry, that one is even... I don't know which word to use. You understand? So it was a bad season. I don't know which word. Because if I had a knock with my kids, young, young boys at home, I withdrew them from school. I got a lesson teacher to be teaching them because I couldn't afford the school fees. Then what happened? After a while, I was looking at this school, the lesson teacher, and I was saying, this man, he's just collecting my money. How can I just be paying him? The money I don't have. That was tough to me. Am I a dunce? Am I, didn't I go to school? Can't I become a lesson teacher to my children? You know? So I just, I had to even stop the lesson teacher too. Praise the Lord. But at the end of the day, God gave me a word. He said, stop collecting money from people and also start giving intentionally and deliberately. Praise the Lord. And that is how the journey to abundance started. I stopped collecting money from people. I mean, I stopped collecting, borrowing money from people. Then any money that comes into my hand, I was giving it out. Praise the Lord. In the midst of dryness, I was still sowing crazily. My parents are in U.S. God said me I shouldn't collect any money from anybody, including them, including my siblings, all of them in U.S., but don't collect money from Never ask any man. He said they look up to him and they were not what? And they were not ashamed. So God taught me that thing that I should look up to him, that God is all I need. And money started coming in. Some people would give me dollars. I didn't ask them, but they still sent me the dollars. I was sowing that money. It was crazy, but I was sowing. And the journey to abundance started by what? By giving. Praise the Lord. A couple of weeks, months, I got a call from an international company. Somebody said, am I interested in this job? It was the same role I was doing when I was in, in the bank. And I said, no problem that I'm interested. They called me for the interview. Before then, my mind was locked towards uh, 9 to 5. You know, they called me for the interview. And at the interview, at the end of the day, we have about seven of us. They brought us just to two of us. The other guy looks like it. He looks big, muscular. I mean, the suit he was wearing is customized suit. And what I was wearing that day was coats. Because all my suits, I have sold all of them. I was wearing I look very tiny and everything, you know. But you see, there are some places you cannot enter. But favor will go ahead of you. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Will go ahead. It was when I was in the company that I realized that it was only one person that stood for me in the meeting, when they were having the board meeting, that he wanted this guy, that this is the guy he wanted. Everybody else. But because the guy has clout, you know, and Messi was speaking, even when my voice couldn't reach there. And they gave me that job. And once I got the job, I mean, everything just turned around. The salary they used to employ me on the job was the same salary I left the bank two years, which I didn't want to collect. But God told me that go ahead and take the job. Praise the Lord. Now, within three months of entering that company, they did my salary review. To what? To three times. Three times. Three times. Praise the Lord. And it started by what? It started by giving. Praise the Lord. And I can share so many examples of giving with you that God has blessed me with. Praise the Lord. Now, 
There's another example I have. I wanted, because of the fact that I've had bad experience with business, I said, no, if you come with any business plan, I'm going, I will feel like, you know, are you a demon? Where you posted? Did they send you? Praise the Lord. Especially business plans. Because when I wanted to leave the bank in today, somebody wrote a business plan for me, collected almost 750000 for business plan. So if anybody talk about business plan to me, the way I, I'm still looking for that man. I want to collect back my money. Up to, I'm still looking for him. Praise the Lord. So because of that, I locked my heart towards what? Towards business. Then God began to deal with me. He said, I'm your source. Every other thing is a word, is a resource. Business is one of the resources. Your job is one of the resources. I can bring money to you in any way, in any channel. Don't close your mind. Just be deliberate in your giving. When you give, the windows of heaven is open. There will be multiple channels of blessings for you. Praise the Lord. And afterwards, what happened? There was a business deal they brought my way. Praise the Lord. Now, praise the Lord. You see, that's why I say God is faithful. Because the money I earn in one year, that business deal, I earn it within a month. We earn it within a month. That was as at the time we started. Now, and it was based on a giving. In the building project we were doing, there was a building project we were doing for the highland that we sowed towards it. Praise the Lord. And God opened up that. They just called me that, am I ready to start that contract? I said, yes. Why am I? They said, my office. That they want to send people to my office. That where is my office? I don't have any office. I don't have any staff. But did I tell them I didn't have any office? No. I told them, yes, that they can come to my office the next day. I just called one of my mentors that, look, I'm going to use your office as my word, as my form. Tomorrow, your office is my office. When they came, everything is set. My lap, the laptop was there. Everything was there. I've gotten some mercenary. Just sit down here. Come, you set everything. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So, so we move from Abon. But the thing is that at every point of moving, it has to do with what? With giving. With giving. Praise the Lord. And that is what I want to tell you. Don't be, don't be against giving. Whenever we talk about giving, don't allow the devil to make your heart just become closed. You understand? Because the devil knows that if you are financially free, that is the only time you can be free indeed. Praise the Lord. If you are not financially free, you can't be free indeed. Praise the Lord. And that is why the devil is attacking your finances, raising different opinions. Opinion doesn't matter. You cannot fight against the truth. Praise the Lord. 2,000 years ago, the truth is the same. Today, the truth will still be the same. If you come back again 2,000 years, years, you will see me the truth. It will still be what? It should still be the same. So don't follow opinions. Opinion will not give you financial words. Financial liberation. Opinion will not help you. The only thing that will help you is what? It is the word of God. And the Bible says, give and it shall be what? It shall be given unto you. Press down, shaking together, shall men give unto your bosom. I would just want to let you know, we have different kinds of giving. Different kinds of giving that you get. I will run through them. The first giving that you need to give, which is very important, this one is, you cannot compromise with it. And that giving is what? Your tithe. You must pay your tithe. Your tithe does not belong to you. It belongs to who? It belongs to God. We have Malachi 3.10. He said we should bring all the tithes into the house. He said you should prove me therewith. 
if I will not open unto you the windows of heaven. In the whole of the scripture of the Bible, God has never asked people to prove him. It is only when it comes to tithes. He said, prove me if I will not open the windows of heaven. How many of you, you need open heavens in your life? You really need open heavens. Please, I want to encourage you. I want to appeal to you from today. Never miss your tithe. Tithe is just 10%. I mean, I even feel when we talk about tithe, it's even for people that are still coming up. There's a point in your work with God that you get to that you don't even think of. It's not even tithe any longer. You pay what? You pay much more than 10%. And that is where we want you to get to. But that one, that place we want you to start, at least start with the 10%. Start with what? With the 10%. It's very important. Praise the Lord. Then the next giving is what we call the worship, your worship offering. What do we call it? Worship. Every time you come into God's house, you need to come with a worship offering. Your offerings in church is important. Praise the Lord. Now, I want us to read Exodus 23, verse uh, 15, I think. Exodus 23, verse 15. It talks about your worship. It talks about, it said, um, Thou shalt keep the feast of unliving bread. Thou shalt eat unliving bread seven days, as I commanded thee, in the time I pointed of the month of Abib. For in it thou, thou camest out from what? From Egypt. And the Bible says, it said, And none shall what? Appear before me empty-handed. It is a crime to come on a Sunday morning without an offering. It's a crime. It's a crime. How many people you do that? You come to Sunday, you come to service, you are not with an offering. You are coming into God's presence and you are coming empty-handed. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Please, never do that again. Every service, always come with your offering. Your offering is your worship. You are using it to worship God. It's your worship seed. Praise the Lord. Then we talk about kingdom investment. You must in, invest in God's kingdom. Very, that's another powerful way of giving. You must what? Invest in the kingdom. Invest in the kingdom. We are doing church projects. Invest in it. Any project we are doing in church, be part of it. Praise the Lord. Now, let me, let's just read, um, we'll read Luke 18, 29 to 30. Luke 18, 29 to 30. Kingdom investment. Kingdom investment. Now, um, our papa declared this year that many people will buy what? Will buy properties. It's a prophetic word, Abby. <laughs> Some of us, we are not even planning to buy property this year. Like, okay, at least, you know, praise the Lord. But, you know, just like that, like that. It's what? Is that? <laughs> praise the Lord. In places we do not expect. In places people say we should move from and go to the village. You understand? God is now making us to buy properties there. That's the way God works. So, God, there's nobody, no, you see, Nobody can give you a prophecy, a prophecy over your life. You understand? Nobody can say something over your life and it will happen if God has not said it. It is what God has said over your life that you should stand on. Praise the Lord. You know, so please, let's be part of it. Kingdom investment. Then we talk about prophetic offering. Prophetic offering. Let's just go to, okay, he said, and he said unto them, verily I say unto you, there is no man that has left house or parents or brethren or wife or children for the kingdom of God's sake. The next verse. Who shall not receive manifold more in this present time and in the world 
to come life everlasting. So that means you will receive it now and you also receive it in God's kingdom. Praise the Lord. Now we talk about prophet offering. Prophet offering is very important. You must give prophet offering. You know, because of time, I cannot really... You must give prophet offering. No? Prophet offering is very key. You know, when you talk about honor, there is no honor without what? Without giving. Mm. What makes me to know that I'm honored is by what you what? Is what you give. There is no honor without substance. Praise the Lord. And why honor is so important is that virtue cannot be transferred when there is no what? When there is no honor. It's, these are spiritual principles. Virtue cannot be transferred when there is no honor. So if you have a prophet in the house, we are talking about PK's birthday, and you are not part of it. You are not, con- you are not giving anything. Not even that you now wait only to once in a year for his birthday to give. Praise the Lord. You must package deliberate seed and be giving your man of God. Every regularly, not once in a while. Praise the Lord. That is the only way you can say that you honor. Honor is not by saying yes sir, yes sir, or by doing like this, or trying to be, you know, that's not the honor we are talking about. It's honor that will cost you something. Praise the Lord. It has to do with your substance. Praise the Lord. They will talk about parents' offerings. I mean, parents' seed, not parent offering, but giving to your parents. It's very important that we give to our parents. If you are in this house and your parents are saying, alive, or people that represent your parents and you don't give them, please, you are committing a big crime. Praise the Lord. Many years ago, my dad called me and he told me that he's not happy with me. I said, why? I, I was happy. You know, it's in U.S. It's any money. So I just felt once in a while, maybe it's birthday or something, we we'll, we'll give him money. But ah, you have money. Why will I be out of my own that I'm believing God to help me? I will not be seeing <laughs> So he said he's not happy with me. I said, oh, that was the problem. He said, I don't give him uh, money on a regular basis. I give it when I please. I said, money, is that why you're not happy with me? Ah. You know, and I repented immediately. And I realized that I cannot wait until I feel like to give my parents. So what did I do? I did a standing order every month. And I, just, I didn't just do it for him. I did it for all the people that are like a parents in my life. Praise the Lord. Many years ago, and ever since then, I've entered into another level of grace. I'm telling you, level of grace, level of ease. You know, things I struggle with, I don't struggle with them any longer. Praise the Lord. There's a, there's a blessing that you get from being your parents. Every month, he calls me. Anytime he gets the alert, he calls me and he, what? And he prays for me. Praise the Lord. And I have my elders, like killer people too. Every week they pray for me. So praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Okay, so please, uh, I want you to repent. But many of you, you don't give to your parents. So I deal with elders, so I know. I had to be praying a prayer for them. We call it the prayer of remembrance. Why would I need to be praying for them that their children should remember them? Because many of them, their kids have forgotten them. It's bad. Please, eh? Please, let us repent. Oh. Let's, today, today, start it. Don't wait until you finish. Do a standing order. It's very easy. Just what, at your size, whatever you can be, just be sending it to the account. And you will see a new level of grace released in your life in Jesus' name. 
then give to the poor. The Bible says in Proverbs 19.17, if you lend to the poor, what will happen? If you give to the poor, you are lending to God. And God will not what? Will not hold you. Praise the Lord. If you give to the poor so that you will never be poor. Praise the Lord. So that you will what? You will never, you will never need to beg anybody for money. Praise the Lord. So you look out for people around you. Have a budget for people around you and be a blessing to them. Praise the Lord. So I'll just quickly run through. I have like a few minutes. So I'll quickly run through. How do you give? It's one thing that I've told you, okay, you need to be giving. But there's a how. How do you give? How do you give? How do you give? The first one is that you must give cheerfully. You must give what? Cheerfully. Very important. That's 2 Corinthians 9, 7. We've read it. It said what? God loves cheerful giver. Don't give as if somebody is begging you, as if they have come again. Uh-uh. Is he only giving? Is there nothing else we can talk about? The reason is because that is what you need. Praise the Lord. I won't be talking about something that won't help you. It's giving is what you need. Praise the Lord. It is what will take you from where you are to where you are meant to be. Praise the Lord. So you must do it cheerfully. Then you must do it willingly. He said, if you are willing and obedient, you will hit the fruit of the land. Let us quickly go, go, look Exodus 35, 5. Let me just read it. Exodus 35, 5. Exodus, there needs to be willingness. Willingness. He said, take care from among you an offering unto the Lord. Whosoever is of a what? Of a willing heart. Let him bring it, an offering to the Lord. Gold, silver, and wood, and brass. Praise the Lord. It's very important that you are not, don't give, any money you give that you are forced to give, or is by force, you will not be blessed. So you must give cheerfully, you must give what? Willingly. Praise the Lord. Then this one is very important. You must give quality seeds. It's not the quantity now, it's the what? It's the quality. <laughs> the quality of your seed determines the quality of your harvest. If you come to God with leftover seed, what will happen? You will get leftover harvest. If you come to God with crippled seed, what will happen? You will get crippled harvest. If you come to God with a one left, uh, you know, in, that, in those days, some will bring, let's even read it quickly, Malachi, um, Malachi 1, 6 to 8. You can't come to God and just come with loose change. You know, as if God, the Bible said, you said the silver is mine, the gold is mine. God will never need your money. It's just a process of him blessing you. He needs grace. When you give money, what will God release for you? God will release grace. He will open doors for you, you know. People will be speaking on your behalf. That is what happens. Praise the Lord. God is not in need. It is you that needs his grace. Praise the Lord. He said this, okay, so uh, Malachi 1, 6 to 8. Malachi 1, 6 to 8. He said, a son honored his father. You see? I want you to listen carefully to this. It's God speaking of. He said, a son honored his father. So a son must honor the father. Very key. And a servant is master. If then I be your father. He said, where is my word? Where is my honor? If I be a master, where is my fear? Say the Lord of hosts unto you. O priest that despise my name, and you say, wherein have we despise your name? The next one. You offer polluted bread upon my altar. 
And he said, wherein have we polluted thee? In that he said, the table of the Lord is contemptible. The, the contemptible. Praise the Lord. The next one. And if you offer the blind for sacrifice, is it not evil? If you offer the lame and the sick, is it not evil? Offer it now unto your governor. Will he be pleased with thee or accept thy person? Say the Lord of hosts. Praise the Lord. So please, uh, look at the seeds you are giving. You know? Please, look at it. Is it. Does it show honor? How would you know that something is a quality seed? You know, the quality of a seed is how dear, how precious that seed is to you. You understand? That is the quality of a seed. It is how precious. Not that you have uh, some, some clothes in your wardrobe that you are trying to do, you are doing clean up. And you, you, they are tattered, you are used, and you now want to give it to people. You know, it's not done. Praise the Lord. Give what? Give quality seed. Some of you, you shouldn't be giving 500 naira as worship offering. It's not quality. It's, it's loose change. You shouldn't be giving 2,000. Some of you shouldn't be giving 5,000 as Sunday offering. You were giving 5,000 10 years ago, or you were giving 1,000 10 years ago. In 2021, you are still giving what? You are still giving 1,000. Has God not promoted you? Has God not increased you? Has God not blessed you? Shouldn't it show in your offerings and in your givings? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Wow. Praise the Lord. So please, eh? Don't give uh, cripple seed, though. You don't want If you don't want cripple harvest, those harvests that you can't share, those testimonies, ah, is it, is it, is it testimony? You are not sure. So it is because the seed is like this. That is why when the testimony comes, the testimony twist. Ah, we are not sure. We are not, that man, we are, is he born again? Mm, it look like he's born again. It's where shall God will take care of him. You know, so that's not what we're talking about. Praise the Lord. Give consistently and give tirelessly. Galatians, I mean, Ecclesiastes 11, 6. says, so in the morning, so in the seed. You know, give continuously. Because you gave two years ago does not mean you should stop giving. Do you want a one-off harvest? Do you want to be sharing the same testimony all the time? You want new testimonies. You want to be sharing new things. So you, you must be what? You must be give tirelessly. You give continuously. Praise the Lord. He said in the morning, sow your seed in the evening. Do not stop. Keep giving. Keep giving. Praise the Lord. Then Galatians 6, 9. Very powerful. Galatians 6, 9. Very powerful. Can I just see quickly? Galatians 6, 9. He said, do not be weary in what? Let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season, we shall reap if we faint not. Praise the Lord. Then finally, give to on a what? On a good soil. Praise the Lord. It's not everywhere that you need to sow your seed. When you, there are some people you give money to. The money is your what? Is wasted. Praise the Lord. I used to tell people, do not be an apostle of urgent 2K. <laughs> The guys are like, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Even the lady, they do it to the ladies too now. Do not, somebody, I just received a text message from somebody yesterday. He said, I need 5K. He said, it is urgent. It's an emergency. It's I said, they've come again. 
Praise the Lord. Don't be an apostle of what? Of urgent word. Okay, I need, I'm going to die. All these desperate people trying to just, you know, don't. Be led. So on a good soil. You know, why, why do you need to manage money? Because the money is not, un, it's not unlimited. Praise the Lord. If something is unlimited, you don't need to manage. So you have limited resources. So you need to do what? You need to allow God to help you. It's not everywhere you sow. It's not every church that you go and carry your money and give. It's not every person that you see that you just give your money. Be led by the Spirit. And the place to, the best place for my own experience, sow in the house. In what? David Christian Center. I've been here for 20 years. I came here, they know my story. I came here like, you know, let me not start another sermon. But we are here now, married with kids, doing well. God is blessing us. God is helping us. Praise the Lord. And many testimonies like that. God is helping us. God is blessing us. This is a good place to sow seed. Praise the Lord. Look for people you can help. Pay your tithe. Give offering. Be involved financially in the house. Praise the Lord. Be sensitive to people around you. There are people that need help. They don't need to ask you. You see somebody in your department wearing the same shirt, uh, in, in, out, in, out, in, out. You, you want him to be sharing testimony of PK that he wears trousers for seven years? You don't, you don't need to do that. Praise the Lord. What should you do? Be sensitive to people around you. Praise the Lord. Be a generous person. The Bible says the liberal soul shall be what? Shall be made for. Be a gentle. Don't be tight-fisted. People around you, let them feel that, yes, let the be real be, be a communicator of the goodness of God and the blessings of God. Praise the Lord. And if you do that, I mean, you, doors will just be opening for you on their own accord. And you'll keep enjoying supernatural blessings, supernatural abundance in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Can we appreciate God this morning? Hallelujah. We can do better. Let's appreciate God. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. I would like us to stand. I want to give someone, I want to, um, you know, there's something we'll just do for like a minute. My time is really up, but praise the Lord. You know, if you are here and you are not born again, I want to give someone an opportunity to accept Jesus into his life, you are not born again. You are not born again. The first thing that God wants from you is to give your life. Give your life first. God wants your life before, you, before, you, before he will ask for your money. Praise the Lord. If you are here in the house, you have not given your heart to Jesus. You come to church, but you are not born again. You are not born. You are not a child of God. You are not sure that if you die, you will go to heaven. You are not sure of it. You can be sure. We can pray together and you'll be sure. If you want to give your life to Jesus, just put your hand on your chest and I'll pray with you. Put your hand on your chest, I'll pray with you. Very simple prayer, but very powerful. Put your hand on your chest. You want to give your life to Jesus this morning? Put your hand on your chest. Praise the Lord. If your hand is on your chest, can you just lift up your hand? I want to see the person I'm praying with. I want to see the person. Just lift up your hand. Lift up your hand. Oh, praise the Lord. Please, uh, if your hand is not your, on your chest, everybody else can we be seated if your hand is on your chest keep standing if your hand is on your chest keep standing keep standing if your hand is on your chest every other person please if your 
Can we just quickly come out? Just come out. Let's appreciate them. Just come out. Let me just pray with you. Let me pray with you. Praise the Lord. Keep clapping for them. Keep clapping for them. Hallelujah. Clap for them. Clap for them. Hallelujah. Keep encouraging them. Encourage them. Encourage them. Hallelujah. When you give your life to Jesus, it can never be the same. It can't be the same. It can't be the same. Put your hand on it. I repeat. I'm going to say, Lord Jesus. Say, Lord Jesus. I accept you this morning as my personal Lord and Savior. Forgive me my sin. Wash me with your blood. Give me the grace to serve you all the days of my life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Congratulations. You are blessed. Congrats. You are blessed in Jesus' name. Can we appreciate them more? Please follow them. Follow this lady. They will minister to you. Hallelujah. Let's keep clapping for Jesus.